The following episode of the 9pm edict contains strong language, disturbing ideas, probably some disturbing sexual references, and brain worms. Lots and lots of brain worms. Saturday, the 1st of February, 2020. In this special live episode, we're exploring the truth. The real truth. Like, how did Australia's bushfires really start? Is this the result of direct energy weapons? We'll hear some worries about 5G communications technology. 5G's rolling out with no known research on the health effects. And with what we know now about 4G and Wi-Fi, this is a major oversight. And we'll hear from people really in the know. I work for QAnon. Uh, plus I'll read you a bunch of crazy shit. This is the 9pm Totally Convincing Official Truth Theories Live. Uh, Those of you listening uh, live on the stream uh, will know, of course, that that (laughs) this is take two. I don't quite know what to say about that. Um, there There was a difficulty, but here we are. I hope you've been drinking in the meantime. Uh, This is now a live podcast and you can enjoy it. Right. To business. If the telecommunications industry's plans for 5G come to fruition, no person, no animal, no bird, no insect and no plant on earth will be able to avoid exposure 24 hours a day, 365 days a year to levels of RF radiation that are tens to hundreds of times greater than what exists today than what exists today without any possibility of escape anywhere on the planet. These 5G plans threaten to provoke serious, irreversible effects on humans and permanent damage to all of the Earth's ecosystems. Uh, That is from the website of No5G in the Blue Mountains, who describe themselves as not an organisation. We are a loose network of concerned Blue Mountains residents who are concerned about the impact of the health on the health of our families and our beautiful environment. We are not an organisation, and anyone who wants to help can, can with whatever suits. Whatever suits you happen to wear. I quite like a safari suit if you're going out and objecting to five... That's not on the website, that's just me. What can you do? Well, petitions, flyers, stalls, movie screenings. We put some ideas together here, that is on their website, but you can get much more creative. Now, creativity is what this special podcast is about. Recorded live, recorded live <laughs> when it works, uh, as I, oh, that doesn't matter, as I drink that, shit glassware, uh, and a few more after that one, and I'll read to you everything you need to know about the dangers of 5G, the true causes of Australia's bushfires, the true origins of the coronavirus, and even why the Earth doesn't exist. Now, there's so much of this stuff, obviously, but uh, thanks to you, dear listeners, we've got until midnight to read it, three hours of it, Uh, except we started nearly half an hour late with the live stream 
because we did anyway. I'll I'll go until we're sick of it. Uh, you can tweet along uh, as I drink along. Uh, hashtag is nine pm live, as uh, many of you seem to have worked out. Um, I've I've completely forgotten why we're even doing this. Um, <laughs> Can anyone remember why are we doing this? Uh, anyway, this is coming to you live from the Blue Mountains. Uh, so it's only fair that we start with the non-organised people uh, of uh, the No 5G in the Blue Mountains not group uh, and their not organised thoughts. Uh, hello, I'm Stilgarian. Welcome to The Edict. <laughs> Well, um, gonna, oh God, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> uh, pro tip, don't have a munch mouthful of crackers uh, while the sting is playing, you, you just won't get them down your gullet in time. No 5G in the Blue Mountains, because we are living in a world heritage area, fresh air daily. This is obviously written before the bushfires. Supposed to be pristine, but we do our very best to destroy it daily. Who are these people? 5G impacts not only humans, but all our wildlife, even plants. The technology was never proven to be safe, yet the government, together with telcos, pushed the, quote, rollout, unquote, through without ever consulting the communities. <coughs> You'll find excuse me, uh, that uh, they put rollout in scare quotes every time. Who is liable for this huge experiment on humanity, they ask? Ring Telstra and ask them whether they can guarantee that 5G does not impact your health. All right. Profits will be privatised and health costs socialised. Highly qualified experts in the wireless radiation field, including doctors, with a capital D, and scientists, with a capital S, politicians, with a capital P, and people who have taken the time to do some basic research, i.e. Google searches, are speaking out all around the world, world with a capital W, about the dangers of installing 5G, especially as it has not been proven to be safe. It's not been proven to be safe. They just keep repeating that over and over again. Humans should not be treated as lab rats. That's kink shaming. When it's operational, it will be beaming microwave radiation 24-7 through your home, whether you like it or not. Don't believe us? Have a look in our library section. Because that's, I suppose that's where the radiation is. Uh, one, two, three, four. Oh, dear. Um, 5G is now at the edge of dangerous ionising frequency of microwave ovens and above. What do you have above your microwave oven? Note that the United States military uses crowd control heating weapons just outside this range at 95 gigahertz. Quote, uh, they don't say who the quote is from. They never do. Quote, quote, despite widespread denial, the evidence that radio frequency RF radiation, actually RF, 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 RF radiation, RF, 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 is harmful to life is already overwhelming. And, and now we've got an excellent sentence. 
full of grammar. The accumulated clinical evidence of sick and injured human beings, experimental evidence of damage to DNA, cells and organ systems in a wide variety of plants and animals, and epidemiological evidence that the major diseases of modern civilization, cancer, heart disease, and diabetes, are in large part caused by electromagnetic... Excuse me. Oh, God, it's 5G. It's getting... Oh. It's a long sentence. Uh, major diseases of modern civilization, cancer, heart disease, and diabetes, are in a large part caused by electromagnetic pollution. Forms a lit. Uh, they're going about their 10,000 peer reviewed studies. Uh, 5G, Telstra planning rollout, planning the rollout, Telstra is planning the rollout, in quotes, of 5G as soon as 2019. Fuck me, that quickly. Right. What is bad about 5G? 5G needs a much denser network of mobile towers which will increase everyone's exposure of mobile phone radiation manifold. For the 5G network to work, there is a mobile phone tower is needed at, at every street corner. I'll read that again. For the 5G network to work, there is a mobile phone tower is needed at at every street corner, which causes cancer, heart disease, and more. 5G, a likely danger to all living creatures. Don't worry. If you think that the 5G rollout is pure evil, you are not a tinfoil-wearing conspiracy theorist, apparently. You are backed by more than 10,000 peer-reviewed scientific studies, uh -huh, which demonstrate harm to human health from RF radiation. Uh, if, you turn on your mobile, if you turn your mobile phone on, it shows which bandwidth it uses. Mine shows that we already have 4G in the mountains. G stands for generation. Each generation has occupied a higher frequency band than its predecessor. Is this right? 4G and all those before it fell with it frequencies of 300 megahertz to 3 gigahertz. 5G will be the first generation to utilise millimetre waves with much higher frequencies ranging from 5 to 300 gigahertz. I'm not sure about all this. Um, since 5G uses a bandwidth with much shorter waves, it does not travel through buildings and other obstacles. That may sound harmless. But to make sure that this bandwidth works reliable, there will be small cell antennas roughly every 200 to 300 metres in residential areas. Everyone will be exposed 24-7, 365 to electromagnetic radiation. Uh, serious concern. Senator Blumenthal, in a US congressional hearing, obtained an admission that there was no independent research proving 5G is safe, i.e. we will all be lab rats. I, I, I kind of want to... Get in there and saying no, no one, no one can prove that something is safe. You can. Uh, wait for. Uh, 
Oh, here we go. Who carries the risks and who will be held liable? Simply think on how much the asbestos mishandling did cost. Right. Raming about each 5G phone will contain dozens of tiny antennas all working together to track and aim a narrowly focused beam at the nearest cell tower. Each... Each 5G base station will contain hundreds or thousands of antennas aiming multiple laser-like beams simultaneously at all cell phones and user devices in its service area. This technology is called multiple input, multiple output, or output, or MIMO. Uh, Right. Now... Those of you who are radiation scientists might love these next uh, few sentences. FCC rules, that's the American Federal Communications Commission, uh, permit the effective radiated power of 5G base stations beams to be as much as 30,000 watts per 100 megahertz of spectrum. That's equivalent to 300,000 watts per gigahertz of spectrum. Tens to hundreds of times more powerful than the levels permitted for current base stations. Um, if, you, if you want to have a bit of a laugh, read, read up on what actually uh, EIRP is, Effective Isotropic Radiated Power. You will soon learn that these people have kind of lost the plot. Suggested health effects include, it's kind of like a serving suggestion, we suggest the following health effects. DNA single and double strand breaks, which leads to cancer. Oxidative damage, which leads to tissue deterioration and premature ageing. Disruption of cell metabolism. Increased blood-brain barrier permeability. Melatonin reduction, which leads to insomnia and increasing cancer risks. Disruption of brain glucose metabolism. Generation of stress proteins leading to myriad diseases. Uh, guidelines, focus up. Oh, yeah, here we go. 5G will likely harm living beings. Low-level non-ionising. Low-level non-ionising microwave radiation affects bird and bee and the health of other animals. It interferes with their ability to navigate and impairs their immune system and EMFs might be related to the bee colony collapse. Narrator, no, that's pesticides. On Earth... We will life in a dense net of mobile phone towers, which will be complemented by 20,000 5G satellites. Even the most remote wildlife refuges will be affected. The placement of tens of thousands of satellites directly in both the ionosphere and magnetosphere, emitting modulated signals at millions of watts and millions of frequencies, is likely to alter our electromagnetic environment beyond our ability to adapt. Just quietly, do uh, satellites in the ionosphere work? I don't think so. Love, loving the megawatt satellites too. That's, that's very impressive. Secret nuclear reactors on board. 
What's next on uh, No 5G for Blue? Oh, protect yourself and your family with Defender Shield products. Uh, click on link. All right, click. We want consistent access to the digital world and we want it fast. Hence, a new generation of wireless networks, 5G. If you aren't familiar with fifth-generation wireless, here are five things you should know. 5G was released by Verizon in four U.S. cities in October 2018, with general availability planned for 2020. 5G will give us data 100 times faster and reduce the page loading time to a millisecond. Its greater bandwidth will allow for more connections, bringing literally everything into the Internet of Things. But 5G will be the first generation of wireless to use high-energy millimeter waves, up to 300 gigahertz. 4G only uses up to three. Since these waves don't travel far, thousands of small cell towers will be installed every 850 feet. If you aren't living near a tower now, you will soon. Of course, this makes it hard to avoid sources of EMF radiation. 5G is rolling out with no known research on the health effects. And with what we know now about 4G and Wi-Fi, this is a major oversight. Whether we like it or not, the 5G revolution is here. Sign up for our exclusive newsletter to get a free EMF protection guide and make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to keep up with us on Facebook and Instagram for the latest research and tips on EMF safety. But wait, there are testimonials from wellness YouTubers. That's, that's a thing, apparently. Okay, so my name's Paige and I'm a writer and I cover all things wellness. And I recently got the Defender Shield phone case and wallet and it is fantastic not only like when i'm on conference calls and stuff it protects my head from emf which i'm super worried about um just how much we're exposed to it so having this phone case and having all of my credit cards and everything in it it's super easy transportable it has like um a handle so if i go places i can just hold on to it and you can also take the phone case out which is super super convenient um and i love it just knowing that i am protected is huge so anytime, again, I'm on conference calls, I'm running from place to place, knowing that it's not radiating into my body is so, so comforting and wonderful to know. Um, and then I also use the Defender Shield laptop pad, which again, I'm a writer. So having it underneath me, like when I'm writing or when I'm writing on my couch, cause not all the time I'm on a table and I still use it when it is under, when I am writing on a table, it is so convenient to have that on and, and can be able to work on my laptop when I'm on my couch, at the counter, like wherever I am, having that is a godsend. And just knowing that I am protected and safe, it, it's wonderful. And it's been a game changer for my career. It's been wonderful for just referring it to my friends and family so that they're protected too. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful product. And I'm so grateful that I have my Defender Shield products with me. Thank you, Paige. Why use Defender Shield? Well, some of you I see on the uh, the Twitters on the hashtag 9pm live um, have already looked up Defender Shield on uh, the web. There will, of course, be links to everything I cite in this podcast uh, once uh, the uh, cleaned up version uh, is posted, uh, which will be happening on Sunday, the 2nd of February. 
Why use Defender Shield? So much of today's activities can be accessed from our fingertips with technologies like laptop computers, cell phones, tablets, and other mobile electronic devices. But along with this convenience comes potential dangers in the form of electromagnetic field EMF radiation. These EMFs come from all electronic devices and include extremely low frequency ELF radiation, as well as radio frequency ARF radiation. In the past, computers were big and definitely did not fit on our laps. Our cell phones came in a carrying case with a wired handset, while these larger devices also emitted potentially harmful electromagnetic fields. EMFs, and heat, they were placed much farther away from our bodies and used for far less amounts of time, which kept us safe from potential health concerns. So what happened? Today, compact mobile, mobile, I want to go mobile electronic devices are often used directly against us, with zero distance and no EMF shielding between the device and our body. Ah... Rest in our lap, cell phones touch our head or stored for hours in our pocket. Uh, powerful computing devices, negative, uh, uh, list of the same things that they did before, DNA fragmentation, oxidative stress. Cell phone cases do not shield you from EMFs. Can I pronounce them EMFs? Nor do the aftermarket, aftermarket, <laughs> I'm trying to do the whole Adelaide accent, aftermarket, not after, uh, too hard. Nor do the aftermarket laptop cooling pads, laptop tables, laptop trays or lap desks, pillows and throw blankets don't help either. Right. Uh, oh, here we go. The top five reasons why you need Defender Shield, registered trademark. One, industry-leading technology. Like, go along with this. Find the contract. Con uh, that, the concrete nouns in this. Defender Shield is the worldwide leader by offering the most complete EMF protection available based on scientific engineering, as opposed as opposed to the other kind of engineering, I suppose. Sophisticated multi-layering of shielding conducts, absorbs, and dissipates potentially dangerous EMFs, including both ELFs and ERFs emissions. Independently tested, highly advanced, FCC-certified lab-tested technology merged with cutting-edge construction create... Should be create... Create modern solutions that deliver the ultimate protection. Is this a condom or a fucking sunscreen? Deodorant, maybe? We offer superior full inf protection choices using the most advanced technology. Quality... Craftsmanship. All Defender Shield products are designed in the USA and handcrafted using the highest quality materials. To offer the most effective shielding protection available at affordable prices, our team members leverage their direct technology expertise. Good heavens. To improve quality while continually investigating improvements, we are proud to offer unparalleled shielding at the best value to our customers. Comfortable and ultra-portable. Are you sure this isn't a... Defender Shield cases are the perfect size to use at home or on the go. 
Light and slim profiles slip into pockets, purses, bags, briefcases and backpacks for effortless portability. Your lap, legs, head as well as other parts of your body other parts of your body, will be shielded in a way that no other device can deliver, all while ensuring you can still use your device freely. Are you sure this isn't a sex toy? Sorry. Def- what? Defender Shield Emph Protection Mother and Daughter. Peace of mind. Just by placing Defender Shield between your device and your body, you have protection that no other shielding product can deliver. You can feel secure knowing that Defender Shield helps minimise the health risks of direct exposure to EMF radiation and heat from the devices you use every day. The bottom line, Defender Shield products guard against portable device radiation and heat that can possibly harm the body, or possibly not. Uh, you should you you, so you you can have peace of mind knowing you are safe and protected with Defender Shield solutions. I was involved early on in the cell phone industry. Started in 1987 in Australia. I was also involved in um, cordless phone technology, and that was in 87. And then in 99 is when I started to notice that I had kind of a, I had a continuous headache. When I would put my phone to my head, my head would hurt. My ear would hurt. Didn't matter if it was the left side or the right side. I had ringing in my ears, um, and I had a general irritability about me that I couldn't shake. Just was unexplainable irritability. When I go in the mountains and I'm out of cell phone range, my symptoms are gone. It depends on where I'm at. And I am now seeing symptoms even driving. And I can literally put my hand up and tell which towers are running bigger amounts of energy through them because I have different pain in my hand and different pain through my head. So my phone, I use a Defender Shield case which helps me to hold it. But I still have enough sensitivity that when I put it up to my head, it makes my head hurt. So I use Defender Shield earbuds, and those are the best. I've used other earbuds, and they work okay, but the Defender Shields sound more clear, and they keep the radiation away from my brain. There's no way possible that I would ever put the Bluetooth earbuds in my ears right next to my brain. I also use a pad from Defender Shield when I put my when I use my laptop. Even though they call it a laptop, it shouldn't sit on your lap. So that's very very important. Um, and then I think the most important thing that I've been using, because when I look at my phone, I get sensitivity in my eyes. My eyes itch, and I've actually developed a cataract in my left eye. And so I use these special glasses that Defender Shield has. They have a 50% um, glass that I use during the day and then a 99% glass that I use at night and then read the book Radiation Nation oh my gosh that's like a Bible there is so much information in that book I've looked at a lot of different companies now that I've gotten to meet Dan DeBond and I haven't found a company that actually has any higher quality product than Defender Shield I think it's the best they're the pioneers
On the 13th of September 2019, the Minister for Communications, the Honourable Paul Fletcher MP, asks the House of Representatives Standing Committee on Communications and the Arts to inquire into and report on the deployment, adoption and application of 5G in Australia. Uh, And you'll be surprised to hear there's hundreds of submissions, hundreds and hundreds of them from all manner of individuals. Let's read a few, shall we? Let me just uh, get them all up on the the thing here and start with, oh, yes, submission uh, 62 from holistic practitioner Danuta Hulashko of the DH Natural Medicine Clinic in Menai. Five, dear Senator, it's not, a, it's not a Senate committee. Dear Senator, 5G technology has been invented as a war weapon in Israel and therefore in Israel a prison penalty applies for anyone who would install a 5G tower. <laughs> okay. In many countries like Japan or Belgium, 5G technology is prohibited due to the health concerns. Not true. Yet without any public consultation or research, 5G technology is being rolled out in Australia. After an extensive research of the information available, the scientific consensus is conclusive. There is no evidence that 5G is safe and that this technology is rushed through untested and we all are the guinea pigs. Health concerns. Here we go. I am a naturopath. And my own research shows that exposure to electromagnetic field has impact on both physiology and neurobiology of any living organism. I'm, I'm tempted to contact her later and, and visit her, her test lab and her control experiments and, and how she got ethical approval to expose things to RF radiation. The mechanism of action is as following... One, increase in inflammation. Two, increase in oxidation and reactive oxidative species. Three, adverse effect on mitochondrial function. Four, increase leakiness to the blood-brain barrier. Five, impairing immune functions. Six, altering hormone levels and function. Therefore, it is well documented in the literature that EMR causes headaches, sleep problems, concentrations difficulties, depression fatigue, flu-like symptoms, heart problems, anxiety, altered central nervous system, disturbed pattern of circadian rhythm. The EMF exposure never presents as one disorder and multiple disorders, and this is refer in my clinic. My patients with EMF hypersensitivity. My EMF-sensitive patients present with a combination of the above symptoms. Taking preventative measures by my patients, such as disconnecting from the internet, wearing protective clothing, and lead paint on the walls does not not make much difference, as Wi-Fi's from the adjacent houses overlaps and interferes with patients' health. Yeah, the lead paint on the walls is also interfering with their health, ma'am. Trends in my clinic likely linked to EMF. I have been practicing for 20 years, and in the last few years, I've noticed increase in neurological conditions like insomnia, depression, tinnitus, anxiety, headaches, and sore throat, autoimmunity, and eye irritations. 
think there should be a comma in there somewhere. Investigation into pathogens either does not reveal anything or not significant presence of pathogens nor physiology to justify these symptoms. Combined impact of 3G, 4G and 5G and other radiation. To my knowledge, there is no studies of the combined impact of all those technologies. However, there is strong correlation between brain cancer and testicular cancer and use of mobile phones. Uh, there isn't. There is evidence of biological effect of 5G, such as beads, bees and birds dropping dead by millions. Bird guidance system is affected. Cattle is dying, has compromised immune system, or pregnant cattle is miscarrying in areas near 5G towers. No need for 5G. Fibre optic cables are much safer technology she means safer, and is delivering as fast internet as 5G technology. Right. There you go. Uh, let's move on to... Uh, oh, submission 342. There's, I mean, there's a lot of these, but I'll, I'll have to be selective. Submission 342, this is from a group called We Say No to 5G in Australia. I just want to mention that uh, they list... All, I mean, all of the standard stuff here. What? Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, oh, hello, this is good. The deployment of 5G raises the following concerns for our members. Okay, there's, it hasn't been tested, and what's the, the, the going to be the effect on, on the budget for our public health system? But here we go. It is worth considering that Lloyds of London are excluding MF exposure from their policies. Uh, Australia is Lloyds' fourth largest market. Uh, as the Nuremberg Code forbids non-consensual experimentation on humans, how is the deployment of untested technology, which industry regulators have admitted there are gaps in knowledge about its effects and more studies are needed, allowed to be deployed? Wow, 5G is Nazis. Uh, but what I did find interesting was they list in Appendix uh, 1... Attachment 2, sorry. A list of Australians stop 5G groups and member totals. And it goes for two pages from a group called 5G Network Microwave Radiation Dangers with nearly 6,000 members. Uh, no 5G Australia with 21R2. Stop 5G Australia Wide Action Group, 1684. Uh, Stop 5G Australia, 6,125. Make Byron Shire 5G three, free, 230. 5G Sydney under attack, 16. Stop 5G Lismore, 41. Stop 5G Maroubra, 1,995. Stop 5G Newcastle Lake Macquarie Hunter, 277. Stop 5G Northern Beaches, 1,885. Stop 5G Sutherland, 162. Obviously, I am uh, not going to read all of these because it's uh, basically insane. Uh, stop 5G genocide. I don't know where genocide is, but they've got 180 members. Uh, they claim to have a total of 55,369 members. 
amongst all this group, uh, which I find amusing. I'm just pausing because I'm seeing where I need to uh, be up to because my, my little time calculator thing is now half an hour out. Uh, oh, submission 203. Uh, bringing that up on my iPad. As we speak, this is from Trish Garcia, founder of Electrosensitivity Australia. As an aside, the vast majority of these are from women. And on that wellness site earlier and Defender Shields thing, nearly all of the testimonial videos were women. I suspect that's because wellness bloggers tend to be women. Um, why that is, I don't know. It just is. Thank you for the opportunity to submit to the inquiry into 5G. We are deeply concerned about the deployment of 5G that is being carried out without safety testing or informed consent of Australians. We have well-founded claims. We are a community organisation called Electrosensitivity Australia. We are dedicated to raising awareness of the condition electrosensitivity and advocate to have this condition officially recognised as a functional impairment. It is a biological response to an environment environmental pollutant uh, so that sufferers uh, may get safe access to basic human needs such as hospitals, doctors, school shops and also safety within their own homes. Our organisation was founded due to the sheer magnitude of Australians, and admittedly Australians are tending to get bigger, who are reporting adverse health effects slash symptoms associated with exposure to current 3G slash 4G technology. These people are isolated, fearful, and have little or no support due to lack of awareness of the condition in Australia. That's because it doesn't exist. In this submission... We would like to raise the following points. One, uh, how many points are there? Three, okay, and then there's some more points. Okay. One, as a result of inappropriate long-term exposure to roof emph, people in Australia have developed EHS, which is the electromagnetic hypersensitivity, <coughs> and related symptoms, and are being deprived of a basic human right without specifying what that human right is. We are being developed to the right to life itself. Oh, okay, there we go. EHS is complex and multi-layered and results in severe chronic illness and are having our quality of life severely impacted. We suffer on a daily basis symptoms that are nothing short of torture and aggravated assault. We live our lives in fear of harm because exposure to roof and from current 3G, 4G technology brings on severe and debilitating symptoms. People with EHS cannot move about freely, in quotes, or safely, in quotes, within their communities, not even within their own homes. Please try to imagine what living like this might be like. Then try to imagine the fear and stress levels of people with EHS right now at the mere thought of what will happen to them as a result of the deployment of 5G where they will be unable to escape that which assaults them and makes them incredibly ill. I don't think it's the 5G that's making them incredibly ill. Two! 
We were horrified to recently discover that there was a parliamentary inquiry into electromagnetic radiation held back in, quote, 2001, unquote. I get scare quotes around it. That's 18 years ago. There were very clear recommendations throughout the inquiry that a precautionary approach be adopted and that public health and safety be considered, as well as concern for the biological effects from exposure to RF, EMR. These recommendations were clearly not followed. Had they been, the thousands of Australians, myself and my daughter included, who now suffer debilitating symptoms of EHS, could be living normal, healthier lives. The safety guidelines settled for upon completion of the 2001 inquiry failed to protect the public. Within the 2001 inquiry, the concern about site installations in sensitive areas was... Uh, whose sensitive areas? What, what are we installing in your sensitive areas? Was also completely ignored not considering vulnerable members of our community in this outcome. Uh, three. Oh, that got excited. Three. Let's do three. On behalf of electro-sensitive people in Australia, uh, we offer the opportunity to work together to achieve the following. Officially recognise electrosensitivity, EHS, as a functional impairment like many other progressive countries have already done. None named. Create safe spaces within communities for people with EHS, i.e. doctors, schools, hospitals, shops and housing, for those people to reclaim their quality of life and human rights. Uh, create a white zone. <laughs> what, like the northern beaches or Cronulla? Uh, give people with EHS exemption from NBN services. Allow them to reconnect to copper wire and landlines in their home. And not fibre? I don't know. Put procedures and updated safety guidelines slash standards in place to protect people with EHS and the public in general in consultation with organisations such as ours. Train medical practitioners slash specialists to treat slash assist people with EHS. Make public transport safe for people with EHS. Halt the deployment of 5G until it is being proven to be 100% safe by scientists that are independent of the industry. Uh, oh, here we go. The recommendations of the 2001 inquiry, so scientists, doctors and communities have been ignored, therefore neglecting the need for adopting a precautionary measure to protect the public and EHS sufferers. Given that the effects of exposure to EMR on biological systems is accumulative, is it? The deployment of 5G will make exposure to RFEMR inescapable. Densification of small cells in towns, communities, streets, driverless cars on roads, 5G beaming down upon us from space. Please tell us, how will people with EHS be able to survive with all our basic human rights and liberties, capitalised, taken from us? You leave Australians with EHS little choice but to seek a legal course unless urgent action is taken to protect this vulnerable and discriminated against community. We would very much like it to be the latter. 
Uh, oh, yeah, the urgent action, she means. Uh, right, bunch of bunch of uh, things. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I don't know how much more of this I can take. I certainly need uh, just a moment uh, to pour a drink. <laughs> Five G is a weapon. It's used by the military. Do you know these five G millimeter um, uh, wave technologies are used to scatter crowds. You know they 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 drive up in these in this technology when they want to scatter a cloud and they put out these frequencies in a much higher power than than five G will be initially uh, with us, but the same frequencies. And people scatter because they get the feeling their skin is on fire. Because the human body, including the skin, is an antenna. It interacts with frequencies and it receives and transmits information. At the cutting edge of understanding of DNA, scientists know that DNA is a receiver transmitter of information. And um, so we are um, electromagnetic, electrical organisms, transmitters and receivers of information. When our electromagnetic fields are in balance and harmony, we have health. We have psychological health and we have physical health. The reason that this technological society is causing so much psychological and, and um, quote, physical um, disease is because these frequencies, technologically driven, and we live in this Wi-Fi world now and all the phone masks and all the rest of it, um, these technologically generated frequencies are scrambling the balance of the human electromagnetic electrical communication systems. And if you scramble them, you, 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 you create a state of disharmony, dis-ease, which plays through to physical and mental, emotional, psychological dis-ease. Obviously, that is the wonderful David uh, Ike, Icky, Ick, I-C-K-E. I've never worked out how to pronounce his name. He's always good value on these uh, conspiracy theories uh, because his uh, main scientific qualification is that he was a football player. Uh, so make of that what you will. Uh, I have time to read uh, just a couple of more I think a few more of these uh, submissions on 5G. Uh, my notes here say the next one should be... Ah, yes, submission 166 from EMR Australia, Proprietary Limited, which sounds like they're into electromagnetic radiation. Um... Thank you for the opportunity to provide comment on the rollout and application of 5G technology in Australia. I wish to draw the attention of the committee to a number of issues concerned with 5G technology that have the potential to impact negatively on the public and on the federal government. By way of... Oh, yeah, and they, it's all the same stuff. Uh, there's, we'll be exposed to radio frequency radiation from multiple sources, Arf! radiation, including mobile phones, large base stations, small cell antennas located on every street, often on lampposts just outside homes, 
electrical equipment and appliances inside the home, school and workplace, brackets, Internet of Things, NBN equipment, apparently, driverless cars, virtual reality and so on. Uh, I think I need to uh, probably write a feature on virtual reality and so on uh, at some point. Right. 5G differs from previous generations of technology in that it will have a wider reach throughout society and it will operate at, as well as existing frequencies, much higher frequencies than have been used so far. The Internet of Things will see typical electrical appliances, fridges, light globes, ovens, TVs, generating radio frequency radiation so as to be able to connect to other devices. This will mean that people will be exposed to 5G radio radiation inside and outside their homes and to a degree not seen anywhere in the world to this point. Apparently, this raises a number of serious issues listed on the following pages that I encourage the committee to consider. Uh, quite a bit here on the undemocratic nature of the rollout. Australians have not been consulted at all about the rollout and application of 5G technology. Brackets. Even though, even though this fucking parliamentary inquiry is exactly that consultation, you stupid cunt. Sorry, I was just attacked by a mosquito. Uh, anyway, this is going to bring unprecedented changes to the way we live, work and learn. Uh, not only have Australians not been consulted before the rollout of 5G infrastructure commenced, but their democratic rights have been contravened by federal legislation that empowers telecommunications companies to construct radiating infrastructure while disempowering the community. Uh, oh, here we go. The Telecommunications Act 1997, Part 1 of Schedule 3, authorises a carrier to enter on land and install a facility if the facility is a low-impact facility. Telecommunications carriers can install low-impact facilities without state or government approval and irrespective of the wishes of neighbours. I would like to have a relatively higher-impact facility into this fuckhead's face. Uh, communities will have no say. Local government will have no say. Carriers can erect their radiation equipment virtually wherever they like. Yeah, limited market. Legislation that is unfairly weighted in favour of industry over the community is undemocratic and breeds resentment. For example, in 2007, a man frustrated with the government's stance on mobile phone towers stole a tank and used it to demolish a number of mobile phone base stations. <laughs> Almost wondering whether it's this bloke himself. Uh, there's a footnote. Let me scroll down. Uh, it was in the Sydney Morning Herald in 2007, so... Um, and there's no indication where in the world this was. Uh, safety issues. There is no certainty that the rollout of 5G technology is safe. There is no science to show that exposing all sectors of the population, including pregnant women, fetuses, young children, the sick, the elderly, and those with conductive metallic implants, is safe. There is no way that this radiation could... Wait, I'm getting bad. Those with conductive metallic implants. That, uh, 
that's if you want to imagine that's going to be a radio antenna and heat up when that's pretty fucking easy to calculate. There is no way that this radiation could possibly have been demonstrated to be safe. That can only occur when sufficient people have been exposed to the characteristics of 5G signals, frequency, pulse duration, polarization, etc. For a sufficient time to see how they react and when funding is being made available for the relevant data to be collected and published. Yeah, they, they, because it's 5G, it's magically different from every other kind of radiation at that frequency. Oh, oh here's, here's this guy's uh, certificate of live birth moment. The Australian Radiation Protection and Nuclear Safety Agency, uh, PANSA, does not say 5G is safe. It says that no adverse health effects are expected, which does not preclude the possibility that they exist. Yeah. Uh, now we have the, uh, the International Agency for Research on Cancer has classified radiofrequency radiation as a Class B carcinogen in the same category as lead. Radiofrequency radiation has been shown to cause structural changes in the brain. Um, look, if you've if you've just uh, joined this live stream, uh, thank you. I wish to point out that this is all bullshit. Everything that I'm reading out is bullshit. If you believe any of this stuff, you're a fuckhead. Now, let's go on because this is hilarious. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of quoting of the same things. I think I think all of these sort of peer-reviewed studies and articles just sort of end up quoting in each other. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Risk for society. This is this is gorgeous. Oh God, that's the problem with this iPad. Uh, there we are. Risks for society. The rollout of 5G technology will allow people to send and receive more data faster than ever before. This poses a number of significant risks for society as a whole. Cyber risks. Cyber exposures are significantly increased with 5G as attacks become faster and higher in volume. In other words, because of faster network speeds, more damage can be done in a shorter time frame. Reduced privacy. Wireless devices such as smart meters can be hacked. A report, oh hello, a report by Nigel Fair from the Centre for Internet Safety at the University of Canberra said that smart meters that can send information both to and from the household, as is the case with smart electricity meters, can reveal information about whether occupants are at home, household activities, and even what television program the family is watching. This is a risk for privacy and security. Nothing to do with 5G, mate. Other social problems. The use of wireless technology has been associated with a wide range of social problems that 5G is likely to amplify, including addiction, reduced happiness, increased depression, anger, 
I'm scared of causing me. I got cyberbullying, easy access to pornography, reduced interpersonal relationship skills, and disconnection from nature. There are educational risks. Uh, the use of wireless technology has been shown to have negative effects on learning. That 5G technology is likely to amplify. I oh, see, yeah. 5G is more internet, so internet will be more. Impaired memory and changes in emotional learning, reduced comprehension, reduced attention slash concentration, reduced creativity, and learning disabilities. Behaviour problems. The use of wireless, oh, this is his phrase, the use of wireless technology has been linked with blah problems that 5G technology is likely to amplify, such as hyperactive, hyperactive behaviour and autistic behaviours. 5G causes autism now, that's bold. Mental health problems, the use of wireless addiction, reduced happiness, increased depression and increased anxiety. And if all Australians, these are financial costs now, if all Australians are exposed to radiating 5G infrastructure and if that radiation is ultimately harmful, then the costs to society will include increased healthcare costs, increased insurance costs, reduced income for affected workers, litigation costs and the costs of replacing unsafe with safe technology hmm. Hmm. Uh, so there's, there's more to that one but I want to go on to uh, submission 229 which is this enormous PowerPoint presentation and it's hilarious it's 80 something pages long don't worry I'm not going this is from Steve J Tonaguzzo be Bachelor of Electrical Engineering, Graduate Diploma in Computing Science, Masters, Master of Engineering Sciences, C, CPN, Certified Practicing Engineer, I suppose. Bloody, 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 blah. And he's chair of a group called Environment and Communities Safe from Radiation. And in his introduction, he says, this presentation broadly covers all use cases in all caps and is provided without prejudice. Now, I want to divert here for a moment. This phrase, without prejudice, whenever you see it in something like this, it's a sign that the person doesn't know what they're talking about in a legal context. Without prejudice means I am making you and offer now, say, for example, you're, you're offering to settle uh, um, a, a legal case or something um, out of court for $50,000, and you, you will wait until the end of 5, 5 p.m. Friday to accept that offer. If you put without prejudice on it, what that means is, all right, if we hit Friday, the fact that I offered to settle this for $50,000 now does not prejudice any discussions later. This is like a one-off offer and and that's it. That's the offer now and we start again. If you see something that says without prejudice at the top of it and there isn't an offer being made, it doesn't mean a fucking thing. But it does say at the bottom of this first page that we 
that we oh fuck that we caution the reader to obtain evidence from recognized radiation medical experts and not television celebrities as has been the campaign of late assuring the population that 5G is safe i mean yes don't listen to television celebrities is a thing i'll just read oh god I was going to skip through some of this, but it's just insane. Uh, there's everything from the energy consumption of cloud data centres, uh, where they're quoting someone to say that cloud technology could use as much as, or communications technology could use as much as 51% of global electricity in 2030. Like, no. Uh, SpaceX's 40,000 satellites, e-waste, because all of the 3G and 4G stuff will be disposed of, even though it's going to be disposed of anyway. Uh, trade practices risk. If there are problems with the technical viability of 5G at the high-frequency bandwidths, will the promises to induce people to replace their existing technology be realised? Will 5G be 4G only a little, bit, a little bit faster? Does 5G actually work at the bandwidths and frequencies being promised? Interference. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, this is good. Risk eight, interference. There are various industries that rely on monitoring the vibration of hydrogen molecules. Hydrogen is present in water. It is understood that such industries may include weather forecasting and space research, as stated by the director of the Hubble Space Telescope, has an assessment of the impact of 5G on other industries and research uh, facilities been undertaken uh, oh we've got the human rights abuse this is uh uh again the nuremberg code of 1947 5g together with previous wireless tech is cruel inhuman and degrading treatment under ga resolution 39 slash 46 ga is general assembly of the united nations uh insurance implications Really? Uh, disclosures under corporate law, risk of harm. Risk of harm does not mean safe. I, I, I don't think I can cope with scrolling through all that. Um, and I will finish this bit on 5G and actually move on. You'll be glad to hear. Uh, submission 355. Uh, this is, my name is Laura and I'm writing to you to express my deep concern about the deployment adoption and application of 5G in Australia. That's the phrase in the terms of reference in the inquiry. As the owner and operator of a business specialising in EMF pro EMF products, protection products, I have been aware for a long time of the health effects of electromagnetic frequencies, particularly radio frequency, EMF, ARF, EMF. And I speak to customers every day who are suffering greatly as the result of increasing exposure to man-made EMF. No, Laura, you are speaking every day to people who are suffering from delusion. Urge the government to understand lots and lots of key studies. I noticed that 
this uses the same footnote structure as someone else. Uh, she has a new concern, though, which is the need to cut down trees to reduce the obstacles to signal transmission. Don't know that that's actually going to be a thing. I and many others I know, personally and professional, do not consent to 5G being deployed in Australia. So the sovereign citizen argument. And for the sake of current and future generations, I sincerely hope that the Australian government appreciate the weight of the decision they now face and will follow the example of other authorities and municipalities around the world, including Brussels, certain parts of Switzerland and Italy, councils in the UK and many others and in and urgently invoke the precautionary principle in regard to 5G so as to safeguard the citizens it has been democratically elected to protect. And thus ends, and thus ends, the section of this podcast on 5G. Kinda. Uh, I've pre-recorded this bit because uh, otherwise it was going to get very messy, what with all the names and things. Because this is the bit where I say uh, this podcast has always been made possible by you, the generous listeners, through your subscriptions and one-off contributions. And tonight's three-hour uh, puddle of wonderfulness uh, is, is basically down to 41 people. So let's go through a few names. Andrew Groom, Bob Ogden. Uh, both of them have been uh, contributors before. Boy Next Door, so is he. Christopher Neugebauer, so is he. Crispin Harris, another one. Dave King, another one. David Heath, yes, Drew Mayo, yes, Garth Kidd, yes. Uh, Gillian Brent, who I think is new, welcome. Point uh, zero one, welcome back. Jim Campbell, thank you, sir. John Twyman, John Eves, Jonathan Perguson, Yoop DeVitt, uh, again, and in fact, Yoop DeVitt, a second time again because of a thing that happened. Carl Sinclair, thank you. Carl Oscar Hall, thank you again. Kate Carruthers, Keith Duddy, Michael Harris, uh, Nick Andrew again. Paul McElwee, again, again. Pete Lawler, again. Peter McCrudden, I think, is again. Rainer, new, I think. I'm not sure. Simon Harris, again. Susan Island, again. Trent Yarwood, again. And 13 people who'd prefer to remain anonymous and really, can you blame them? Uh, also... Uh, I'd like to say thanks to Adam Baxter, who I forgot to mention in a previous episode. Sorry about that, mate. And Pete Lawler, yet again, who did send some cash previously so I could buy some good passion pop, as he put it. Good passion pop. Apparently that's a thing. I'm not so sure. In any event, uh, if you would like your name on that list or your name not to be on that list, uh, you should... Go to stillgarian.com slash tip, that's stillgarian.com slash tip, or subscribe for extra benefits, such as they are, skank.com.au slash subscribe, skank.com.au slash subscribe. And now, back to reality. And welcome back to reality. Is it possible that 5G is the reason of the Australian bushfires. I'm quoting from someone with an account called Stop5G. 
Someone else uh, on the Twitter handle AnonymousBread2 says they will say climate change to suit their Agenda 20 slash 30 agenda, pushing everyone into big, dense cities to control them via 5G forest fires being started by directed energy weapons. Yes, says Higgins Storm Chasers, or is it them? Direct energy weapons are being used. It's geoengineering not climate change. Now, we'll just say there is actually a Higgins Storm Chaser um, account on, uh, what's it called? Facebook. Uh, and they are Storm Chasers. However, there's another one, Higgins Storm Chasing, and I'm not sure which is which, that's, that's a conspiracy thing and fake news. Anyway, one of them, according to Steve Holmes on, on the, the Facebook, uh, he says they had an article up the other day, which has since been censored and removed by Facebook. It showed pictures of the Raytheon Company of USA fitting directed energy laser weapons to Learjets at an airport near Geelong. They then tracked these aircraft the next few days and discovered they had been flying a crosshatch pattern 600 kilometres long by 250 kilometres wide directly above the fires in Victoria and New South Wales. Only repeating what I read, says Steve Holmes, I think Higgins storm chasing are quite reputable. Uh, and he or someone else continues, yes, we've been burnt on purpose. It has been done for the high-speed rail and smart cities, which I see they are burning and installing in many countries. Soil samples have returned a very worrying amount of aluminium, barium nitrate, and strontium nitrate, which are the components of sparklers. You know, the little kitty fireworks thing, sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. Or they have been spraying us with sparkler dust. Also, weather radar shows the 5G towers pushing rain away from Australia, plus frying us. Most are aware of the Freemasons' takeover of our government, so things are about to get crazy. So the recent California fires are very strange and suspect, to say the least. We have specific areas being burned, like energy was being directed at certain things. In drone footage of the aftermath, we see houses completely obliterated and turned to ash while the surrounding landscapes and trees are totally fine. Here is a clip courtesy of Serbian Conspiracy, I'll put a link in the description. You'll notice here that stores and restaurants are wiped out while other things are still in perfect shape. Other buildings are fine, trees are untouched, but specific structures are just devastated. You gotta ask yourself what's up with that? How did the fires get to these certain buildings but the surrounding areas, including the parking lot, look normal? Is this the result of direct energy weapons? Ranged weapons that inflict damage on a target by emitting highly focused energy? The answer is most likely yes. But most people believe that these kind of weapons are just science fiction, due to movies like Austin Powers, for instance. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to begin phase two of our evil project. Or is it phase three? I don't know phases. Anyways, this is the phase in which we put a giant laser on the moon. 
As you know, the moon rotates around the Earth like so. When the moon reaches its appropriate lunar alignment, it will destroy Washington, D.C. Anyways, the key to this plan is the giant laser. But in reality, these direct energy weapons are admitted to be real and are documented. You can find uh, the full version of that video and many, many, many more on the Tube Reviews. Uh, and uh, there will uh, be all of the uh, links. What are they called? Links. Uh, to all of the stuff on the podcast uh, on the website uh, once the, the recording is posted on Sunday, the 2nd of February. Let me now read for you sections of Operation Torch Australia, a special report on the geoengineered firestorms and directed energy weapon-triggered arson fires. This is from a site called State of the Nation, Alternative News Analysis and Commentary. They describe this Operation Torch Australia as an apocalyptic geoengineering project of epic proportions. Apparently, this is from something called the Millennium Report. <clears throat> let's, uh, let's do this properly. We're about... Oh, by the way, yeah, we, we've got a while to go yet on this thing, haven't we? Because of its relative isolation as the land down under, the apocalyptic Australian wildfires throughout, throughout all of 2019 have received scant attention from the mainstream media, MSM. That's because the large island continent has been the victim of one of the greatest geoengineering projects in world history. Truly, the highly combustible conditions that currently exist throughout that entire landmass are the product of years of progressively intensified geoengineering operations. Even the hard scientific data supports the geoengineering narrative. Clearly, the steady rise in year-over-year -year temperatures reaching the eight corners of Australia point to the eight corners of Australia. Is this a time cube thing? Oh, for fuck's sake. Clearly... <laughs> The steady rise in the year-over-year -year temperatures reaching the eight corners of Australia point directly to a highly premeditated conspiracy to burn down the whole nation. Global warming hoax. There are several reasons why the New World Order globalist cabal ordered the geoengineers and arsonists to torch that resource-rich country. Uh, see nearly 200 people arrested across Australia for deliberately starting bushfires. That's not a thing that happened. First and foremost, however, is the desperate need for the global warning hoaxers, global warming hoaxers, I should say, to run with a flaming advertisement for their fake CO2-driven global climate change narrative. The false foundation of this fictitious fable, which in... <sighs> false foundation of the fictitious fable beautiful alliteration, which incorrectly posits that human activity is the primary cause of climate change, is that humanity alone is fully responsible for the unparalleled atmospheric flux. Geoengineering is the primary cause of climate change, not CO2. 
in point of fact, there are several reasons why the current global climate change is racking planet Earth. Chief among these are the chemical geoengineering programs and harp-like frequency technologies. Uh, H-A-A-R-P, look it up. Uh, they're utilised in tandem to effectuate rapid weather modification as well as slow-motion climate engineering. Because the original New World Order deception known as global warming has been repeatedly debunked. The globalists are now doubling down on the land down under so as to hold it up high for the worldwide audience to see and be afraid, very afraid, that the same can happen in their backyard. Be afraid of what exactly? How about this? Photographs of bushfires 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 16 or so photographs of the Australian bushfires, which are straight out of the news. Striking parallels to Operation Torch California. What really stands out about Operation Torch Australia are the many undeniable and striking parallels to Operation Torch California. One thing is for certain. Just as the globalists completely took over the once great state of California, they have taken over the continent of Australia. Each successive government is either elected or dissolved based on their blind loyalty to or abandonment of, respectively, the New World Order agenda. As a matter of historical fact, Australia is now rivaling Italy for electing so many governments in such a short span of time. There's then a foot a note to say, oh, some of those photos may be from other bushfire seasons, but that's don't worry about that. The specific intent here is to expose the pattern of increasingly dramatic conflagrations being meticulously manufactured. Not only are the obvious arson fires being started all over the Big Island quite similar to the pyroterrorism perpetrated up and down the charred Golden State, photos like the ones above are illustrating the use of directed energy weapons. Or how else did the vehicles burn while the extremely dry combustible trees escaped the wrath of the so-called wildfire. In order to better understand what's really going on all over Australia, the following expose about Operation Torch California is provided. And there's a, a link to that. Uh, no, I won't click through now. But the reader is encouraged and you, the listener, are clearly encouraged to view the quite telling photos posted in the following link as they indicate what is occurring all over Australia, as they foreshadow what will transpire in the future. And the link is headed, Conclusive Photographic Evidence Proving California is Under Attack by Directed Energy Weapons. Conclusive Photographic Evidence. Also, just like California, there's a very different, definite pattern of wildfires breaking out around this continental island, i.e. Australia, which parallels the planned high-speed rail system, see map below. The map below looks remarkably similar to the, the rail dreams of the Citizens' Electoral Council, which makes sense. Anyway, that matching the pattern uh 
This little factoid alone needs to be looked at much more closely, as it will surely provide the clues to their ultra-secret resident relocation scheme behind the transparent conspiracy to torch Australia. Of course, when depopulation occurs, that's called genocide. Why Australia? Well, Australia has long been one of the most easily controlled nations for the New World Order cabal. The globalists totally locked down the whole place right after they staged the false flag mass casualty event, widely known as the 1996 Port Arthur Massacre. When the powers that be saw how easy it was to take away the guns from Aussies, they decided to put their New World Order agenda on steroids there. Sort of a an experiment to see how much they could get away with. For reasons that are well beyond the scope of this article, it's still significant to point out that the Aussies in general are a very tough and tenacious people. They represent the epitome of grin and bear it. But they're also always quick to go along to get along, to the great detriment of the body politic. As follows... Because Australia has often experienced extreme weather patterns, which have resulted in annual wildfire seasons, it's very easy for the geoengineers to trick the populace into believing that these island-wide conflagrations are just the new normal cycle of nature. With each passing year, these wildfire seasons are getting much longer, more intense, and considerably more damaging to property and people. Hence, the Australian citizenry has been socially engineered to accept the status quo instead of asking the obvious questions. Our Aussie friends have been subjected to Tavistock-conducted mind-control programming practically since the island was colonised by the British penal colonies. Yes, uh, this, the state of the nation knows there was no Tavistock Institute back then, but the bloody Brits in the city of London have their ways. This is why the geoengineers can wage full-scale weather warfare down under and there's nary a grumble from the people. United Nations agendas. There's perhaps no better place on planet Earth for the New World Order globalists to implement their various overt and covert sovereignty-stripping agendas than Australia. The vast expanse of land are high... Oh, vast... The vast expanses of land are highly coveted by the power elite for a variety of reasons. Towards that end uh, of outright stealing the land, water bodies and coastlines, agents of the United Nations have been hard at work promoting both Agenda 21 and 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. Uh, now, as an aside, uh, later in the podcast, I'll come back to this. But as this article notes, key point, the UN agendas have explicit goals such as the military deployment of 5G, as well as the build out of the Internet of Things. An even more advanced stage of UN agendas calls for the establishment of smart cities, especially in areas that have been adequately prepared by the New World Order wrecking crew. And this is really where the rubber meets the road down under. 
the power elite would like nothing more than to transform the whole island into a new world order paradise. With a relatively small population, given the sheer size of Australia, there's lots of land for the NWO agents to squat on and or steal post the geoengineered firestorms. This is precisely why TPTF, anyway, this is precisely why TPTB have chosen this past year to execute the worst nationwide conflagration in Aussie history, Operation Torch. Australia. There's presently a confusion, a profusion of chaos being generated worldwide that provides cover for the myriad criminal conspiracies that are occurring right now from Perth to Brisbane and from Darwin to Melbourne. Each of these corrupt schemes is being executed with the collusion of the Australian government, corporate Australia and the United Nations. The primary uh, predatory capitalists, hedge funds and natural resource corporations involved with this continental heist are those with vested interests in mining oil and gas, agriculture, water supplies and so on. The mining of precious metals, rare earth metals and other valuable ores are of particular interest to the international banking cartel in light of the profound fracture between China and the United States. The development of these mineral deposits is an extreme extremely high priority to the extent that they are required in the manufacturing of Western IT products. Now that the global supply chains are being interrupted by the Chinese, Australia has become the next go-to suppliers. As a lackey to Washington DC, Canberra has always been willing to oblige any American request. Key point. There's a great need for specific rare earth metals for the global technocracy to continue to roll out 5G as well as build out the Internet of Things. Likewise, there are many technological applications in the rapidly evolving fields of AI, robotics, scalar wave technology, cybernetics, bioengineering, etc., which require various rare earth elements. It's not only quartz that the sultans of Silicon Valley highly covet. New scientific advancements are creating needs for other precious metals and and scarce minerals. More significantly, the New World Order globalist cabal will, net, will let nothing get in the way of the ongoing military deployment of 5G and IoT, since both are integral to emerging tyrannical technocracy. Key point. Recently, this alt-media platform posted an expose titled Massively Complex and Convoluted Climate Change Conspiracy Blown Wide Open, Real Perps Exposed for the the First Time. They linked to it. Directed Energy Weaponry. As usual. Um, these devastating firestorms of all the signatures of various types of directed energy weapons. Uh, What follows, and there's links, you have to look this up, sorry, is photo evidence of the same type of directed energy weapons that have been utilised throughout California over several successive wildfire seasons. This alarming development, this development alone, 
provides the only rational explanation as to why these fires have been jumping off anywhere and everywhere in Australia. In other words, only a sky-based DEW, directed energy weapon, could effectively and quickly trigger these fires without detection. Until now, of course. And they leaked to some video footage. A number of YouTubers have completely dismissed the possibility of Jews, uh, Dews, D-W-S, not Jews. That's the New World Order, the global, oh, fucking hell, the globalists, you know what I mean. Um, despite overwhelming evidence proving their use, these folks stress that the extraordinary hot season is solely to blame. Well, yes, the geoengineered heat wave of 2019-2020 is certainly a major factor, as is the manufactured drought over the past several years. The resulting tinderbox has provided an extremely conducive environment for the dew arsonists to have a field day, and so they have. Um, I just need a bit of a sip. Hang on. This is an important piece. This is... This is awesome. I'll uh, be quoting some more from this uh, site in a bit. So here's the thing. As you heard in that uh, video dialogue before... Why do houses explode and burn while nearby trees remain untouched in Australia? That's the same dew signature as the California arson fires. Not only that, but the pyroperps are also experimenting with new technologies that will be used on similar type uh, topographical battlefields one day. Topographical battlefields. The military-industrial complex is the primary mover and shaker behind this reckless experimentation. Oh, I'm getting worked up now. Along with the Pentagon and US intelligence community. By and large... What we are seeing in Australia today is a massive and complex conspiracy closely coordinated between the aforementioned American entities and both the Australian government and Australian Defence Force. Without the direct involvement of the ADF and Aussie government, these firestorms would never have reached the intensity and pervasiveness that folks are experiencing. Likewise, had Canberra not been totally AWOL until now, an emergency response would have been initiated months ago, not in January of 2020. For everyone's information, dues always fall within the domain of the military and intelligence services. These high-tech weapons are never employed except under the strict and supervising eye of the assigned military command centre. Who doesn't know that Australia has all sorts of secret military bases and hidden weapon laboratories dotting the big island? Conclusion. This expose only scratches the surface of Operation Torch Australia. There is much more at stake there than what has been thus far revealed. This alt-media platform will endeavour to bring to light the many plots and machinations that are being carried out in real time throughout the major metro areas, especially... Folk in the big cities are being blindsided by these firestorms, just as they were on the California left coast. Many never believed it could happen to them since they were totally unaware of the constant weather warfare being conducted in their own 
backyard. Only when the de- true only when the true destructive force and killing power of weather weaponry is properly understood can Australians comprehend that they are under direct assault, as in an all-out war being waged via exceedingly dangerous geoterrorism. There's now a quote from Climate Change Gate, hidden agenda behind the huge hoax and global criminal conspiracy. Extreme weather events are now routinely geoengineered and weaponized into what are essentially false flag weather attacks. This highly destructive and deadly type of weather warfare is being used for several reasons. First and foremost, among them is the New World Order manufactured need to advertise climate change as the real threat to humanity. What better way to do this than to let loose a plague of violent superstorms, debilitating drought and deluges, as well as other devastating weather events around the globe. This is how Mother Earth is being blamed for the meteorological mayhem via false flags that are really manufactured by the globalist direct geoengineers. In this way, nations everywhere are being misled in the camp of climate change whose fanatics are desperate to stop weather flux, some of which are totally natural, but most of which are man-made. There's then a series of fucking hell updates at the bottom of the story. There's more than 20 of them. Uh, and it's to put in, uh, obviously, more, more facts. Facts, I suppose. Update 17. This is how the pyro terrorists get away with starting some of the biggest fires in plain sight. They blame the military. Uh, that's when back in 2013 there was a, a training exercise with explosive ordnance uh, out at the state mine site. And that did start the the state line fire which was quite devastating but yes apparently that's false flag as well i need to uh where are we up to in this thing oh yes yes oh dear i want to end this uh bit on the bushfires by uh quoting craig cook I pity the poor person that had to count the 1.25 billion animals killed in the bushfires, but apparently no one has. It's a computer-generated number. This is a big enough environmental disaster without throwing in figures with no basis in reality. Oh, no, hang on. That's not a conspiracy theorist. That's Craig Cook. He's a senior journalist with News Corp who hasn't heard about statistical estimations. But he's a senior journalist. Anyway. Um, let's, let's finish on something. Yeah, not that. Because that's fucking scary. Let's finish uh, with this section, I should say, with a heartfelt plea from Kristen H. Dear God, please open up everyone's eyes to the truth of how we are under attack by vaccines, chemtrails and mind control. Please help the brave citizens of Australia who are under attack by directed energy weapons. And now, a change of pace with a piece of music by Elon Musk. Thank you. 
Doubt Your Vibe, You Are Vibe, by Elon EDM Musk, released the other day. Look for it on the on the tubes. 2019 NCOV. It's a virus. It's a coronavirus. It's not really got a agreed upon common name yet, but it certainly has some conspiracy theories related to it. I, I, just, I just want to say beforehand, before I get into those, uh, that I am sort of slightly grumpy about this in a, uh, a number of ways uh, because um, it's, it is serious and Australia's responses uh, included a fuck ton of uh, radio of uh, what's it called? Um, racism. Yeah, that's the one. As Chris Bucky said on Twitter, you might think it would take an impossible genius to think of a quarantine destination so unappealing that frightened people in the epicenter of China's virus outbreak would rather stay put. But never underestimate Australia. Oh, no, we're going to ship them off to fucking Christmas Christmas Island. I I won't go in now to why that's a dumb idea, Um, except to mention that the place is totally unequipped to deal with it, and it's racist. But anyway, uh, and before I get into the conspiracy theories, I, I noted on a site called China Media Project a collection of some of the slogans that are happening around China at the moment. It's a bit scary. Uh, To quote the beginning of the article, as China's battle against the coronavirus outbreak continues, anger has spilled over online, testing the leadership's capacity to achieve what it calls guidance of public opinion, or if you like, the control of society through information control. Now, users on WeChat, Weibo, and many other platforms have been sharing stories, photos, videos, or simply venting their rage at... What many of them see is the inadequacy of the government response, uh, particularly at the early stages of the outbreak. Now, I don't know enough to dig down into what's happening in China. That will emerge. Uh, But, as the article says, as communities across China mobilise against the spread of the disease, they are naturally exercising one very creative and often revealing aspect of the country's political culture – the ubiquitous slogan or anyway, slogan. So this article has lots of um, photo links on the podcast website, uh, has lots of photographs of uh, uh, some of the slogans that have been put up. And, and here's some translations of them. A face mask or a breathing tube, make a choice, it's up to you. Um, return. I like this one. Returning home with your disease will not make your parents pleased. Infect mum and dad and your conscience is bad. Save money not wearing a mask. Spend big getting cured in your sickbed. I mean, obviously they don't rhyme in English. Not gathering for a feast is so you can eat in the future. Not visiting others is so you still have relatives in the future. Um, I, like, I do like some of these. This one. No visits for the new year this year. Those who come visiting are enemies. We don't open the door for enemies. 
you want a bit of classic communism? Here's one. Those who don't mention their fever are class enemies lurking among the people. Beautiful. One, one for anyone who's married. Earnestly prevent the infection of your home, casting out even your in-laws if they come. Even your in-laws. And the final one I found very threatening. This was a photograph. Someone had put the banner with the slogan like across the front of someone's front door. This house has a returnee from Wuhan. Please do not come visit. Of course, Australia hasn't been much better. Um, we we had a uh, an urgent notice come out, as you know, from the Bureau of Diseaseology at Parramatta. For those of you who haven't seen this, uh, Corona's Corners Disease. I'll, I'll try and recreate some of the spelling mistakes. Corners Disease Update, and this was. Um, uh, copied and pasted to childcare websites, including this one on Facebook, uh, Cradle to Crayons, but with K's. Cradle to Crayons Childcare. Trust them with your kid. Urgent notice, Corners Disease Update. As the disease is starting to spread in the greater Sydney region, and let me come back to this. this. If you just joined us, this is bullshit. This is all bullshit. As the disease is starting to spread in the greater Sydney region, I would like to warn wholesale shops and buyers on the risk of buying contaminated products. The following items are known to or may have traces of Corona's disease. Products are made or held in neighbouring areas, areas close to Wuhan, China. Uh, Wuxiang rice. Zhaojian rice, fortune cookies, nongshim onion rings, mee-goring noodles, apparently, like, peach iced tea, brackets Lipton, Yakult milk drink, Chinese Red Bull, and traces may also be held in normal Red Bull, and Wagyu beef. A lot of Wagyu beef in Wuhan, obviously. The following items showed above. Oh, that's a bit. The following items showed above may contain traces of the Corona's virus, and we are urging the public to be extra vigilant before purchasing these products. The Bureau of Diseaseology Parramatta has run some tests on the air in areas which people with Corona's disease have visited and contaminated. Rhodes, Burwood, Strathfield, Chester Hill. The areas shown above have shown positive readings to the virus when tests were taken at respective train stations. Scientists are believing this virus is spreading faster than uh, the predictions or some such thing. Obviously, there is no such thing as the Bureau of Diseaseology, Parramatta. Comedian and actor Tony Martin also noticed uh, something very disturbing the other day. He says, quote, just saw a woman going off at Coles staff because, quote, all the cans of tuna are made in Thailand. When asked why this is a problem, the virus. Thailand, China, Rhodes, Strathfield, Hong Kong, they're all the same. Slightly more seriously... This is from a Reuters report, actually, about the supply chain effects of this. Uh, two paragraphs. One, 
some concern is warranted. Starbucks, this is business concerns, Starbucks, which has been counting on growth in China, this week warned of a financial hit from the virus as it temporarily closed thousands of locations. Yangtze Optical Fibre and Cable, based in Wuhan, where the virus originated, accounts for 55% of global production by volume of an essential material for 5G telecom service, according to T.S. Lombard economists. A shortage is bound to push prices up. What's more, debates that predated the outbreak now seem less alarmist. Lawmakers in Washington and elsewhere worry about the concentrated production of semiconductors. The same will increasingly hold true for medical equipment and other important goods. Wuhan's uh, uh, an important manufacturing centre and key to 5G, so uh, uh, you know where this is going, right? From Steins Robert, who's Stop 5G UK, very interesting. Wuhan is where 5G was rolled out. What if 5G wrecked immune systems and thereby boosted the virulency of the normal cold? One of the main points about 5G was that it would wreck the immune system and make people sick. Silicon Valley doesn't want it, and the kicker, People in Wuhan say 5G sucks and that 4G was better, so figure that. I remember now, says Staines Robert, I assume it's Robert Staines, uh, I remember now that Wuhan was where the tech was going to be put in first. But I forgot all about that with this pandemic, in quotes. What if we, what if all we are seeking in Wuhan is sickness, f- uh, What if all we are seeing in Wuhan is sickness from exposure to excessive 5G radiation and weakened immune systems? Things that make you go, hmm. From another uh, brain genius on uh, Facebook, Wuhan is the most 5G activated area in the world. They all live in IoT, Internet of Things, for real Wuhan is the city now completely quarantined and isolated. Devastated by the coronavirus, over 50,000 people sick. That's actually, no, that's not true. This is because 5G shuts off the immune system. It is a killing weapon. People in Wuhan desperately trying to escape from this city. This is the future, a.k.a. no future with 5G. They create the pandemic with radiation and then vaccinate the survivors and both are lethal weapons. From Xinhua News Agency, Wuhan, October 31st, the branches of Chinese major telecom operators in central China's Hubei uh, province, which is where uh, Wuhan is, announced Thursday the launch of commercial 5G applications in the province. Wuhan City, the capital of Hubei, Uh, is expected to have 10,000 5G base stations by the end of 29, said Song Kuizhu, head of Hubei Provincial Communications Administration. And from... uh, Fuck, what have I done? It's very easy to click on the wrong thing when you're reading everything off an iPad. This is where the, uh, the theory is going. Chinese Communist Party military made the virus out of bats. 
similar to SARS in 2003, and spread the virus to kill Hong Kong, Chinese poor people and the world. CCP aims to conquer the world with the virus war. And there's a point to this. I mean, as far as I can tell, Canberra will get the virus next. The obvious evidence is that the Chinese weather control drones killed the bats they used with hailstones. Uh, There's news reports out there. Hundreds of bats were killed in that hailstorm in Canberra's Commonwealth Park, right? And funnily enough, wait, where am I going with that? Bats, Canberra. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you have a look at where that storm came through Canberra, it came from the direction of China, and then all the bats were killed. You join the dots. Also on the the internet is a a chap called Jonathan Sather, C-A-S-H-T-H-E-R, and I'm going to quote bits of a... uh, Twitter thread from the other day. He says, the new fad disease called the coronavirus is sweeping headlines. The fad disease. Funnily enough, he says, there was a patent for the coronavirus filed in 2015 and granted in 2018. True. As one of his uh, replies then pointed out, it's all vaccine scare tactics. 2002, West Nile virus will kill us all. No. 2004, SARS will kill us all. 2005, bird flu will kill us all. 2009, swine flu will kill us all. 2014, Ebola will kill us all. 2016, Zika will kill us all. And yet we are still alive. Coronavirus is on the list of viruses that MMS can dismantle. MMS is the miracle mineral supplement, something that uh, Jordan Sather sells, sometimes called the miracle mineral solution or the master mineral solution. Anyway, MMS, coronavirus is on the list of viruses that MMS can dismantle. He says, no wonder they are suppressing MMS so hard right? Now, MRSA is rampant. No one ever talks about that. That's methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus, the golden staph infection, right? Now, his his replies, you know, then thank him for this. I mean, thanks for looking into this one, says, I didn't bother because I assumed it was the case. Just like Zika was patented in the 70s and then revived as a not-so-benign virus. And and did you know you can purchase Zika? Only 685 euros. You can buy the virus for a loved one today. Fear-mongering, says this person, is number one in the Democrat, Socialist, Communist playbook. Back to Jordan again. The assignee of this patent into the coronavirus was the government-funded Herbright Institute out of the UK. And would you look at that? Some of their major funders are the World Health Organization and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. 
The United Nations agenda is depopulation, as we've hinted at before. And wasn't Prince Philip and Ted Turner quoted as saying they want to come back in their next life as a virus to kill us all? The Virus Research and Development Centre in China is located at Wuhan City. That's where they developed the new virus. And isn't it amazing how this works? Invent a vaccine, invent the headlines, create hysteria, then boom. Mass uptake of the vaccine, best marketing plan since they created propaganda. And look at this. A Business Insider article from the 25th of November 2018. Bill Gates thinks a coming disease could kill 30 million people within six months and says we should prepare for it as we do for war. So as Info Greeny 2003 pointed out on Twitter, Bill Gates says killing 30 million people is needed for the planet. And, of course, right on cue, someone points out, only last week, the World Economic Forum is speaking live on the next superbug and proposing solutions. And 11 minutes into that presentation, someone called Larson laments that vaccine acceptance is slipping due to digital connectedness. The spreading of information is like digital wildfires, something they didn't foresee, a real threat to their plans. Translation, we're losing control of the sheep. And then as someone else pointed out, as someone involved with dog sport for decades, in the 1970s, coronavirus was killing dogs. That was here in America. Someone else said, I had a Highland Lynx cub flown over from North Carolina and in a month died from coronavirus about 15 years ago. Exactly. It's been around and people didn't catch it. What's changed? Did they weaponize it? I read somewhere, says someone, that China released six pa- sick patients into Hong Kong deliberately. It's hard to fathom what is or isn't intentional with them, with China. At this point, it could, it cannot be ruled out as practice for biological warfare. Have you ever looked into rabies? Someone else asked. Was this a government-engineered virus, do you think? I'm not very good at researching. I don't want to pass the buck, but I am an animal nut, an animal nut who has learned the heinous evil of the vaccines to our pets. Their source, Dr. William Falconer. I haven't looked him up yet. But not a surprise... Says someone else, still in the same thread, link on the website, Lyme disease was weaponized in a lab. AIDS was created in a lab. Cancer was weaponized in a lab. All were intentionally released to kill us. It's reminiscent of Ebola and all the other viruses, in quotes, so-called viruses. We know this was planned, said this person, every step of the way. And then there's the whole MH17 shootdown. I am aware, says yet another person, that the 100 AIDS researchers from MH17, who have not been killed, can develop viruses like this for the new world order. And he then, um, he, probably a he, then shows a map, transponder, transponder off, they bank to the right. They refuse to make their own location known. Here are the radar images of MH17. 
So those AIDS researchers weren't killed. They are developing viruses for the new world order. Another person points out that biological material would, be, would have been needed to create this virus. Did they get it from 23andMe, the DNA Ancestry website? It's worth thinking about it. Someone with the uh, promising Twitter handle John70736511 replied to Jordan Sather saying, thanks to all the researchers and people who share this stuff, information is good. It is good to have information. Slash, uh, hashtag inform, hashtag educate. But as someone else warns, Keep our powder drier, nons. It could be a test for another vaccine. Think Ebola. Dollar, 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 dollar funnel. This is China deep state initiated. We need to be awake and expose any evil. I'm talking to Centers for Diseases Control and Big Pharma white hats, <laughs> if they exist. Someone with the Twitter handle Freedom Lens, I should have really done all the handles, they're very revealing. Freedom Lens says they say that the coronavirus being created in a lab was a crazy conspiracy theory. Then today, we learn that they just were able to create the virus in a lab. Wow, what a coincidence. And indeed, there's a story from Fox from... Uh, 29th of January, Australian scientists grow copy of coronavirus in lab called Significant Breakthrough. As uh, Freedom Lens says, wow, as I said, what a coincidence. I'm sure they never created it before. Hashtag Great Awakening. And then, as someone else quite rightly pointed out, the odds of that sequence randomly occurring in nature is nearly impossible. I see the DNA sequence is there. You can send a blast into gene bank and see where the homology is with other viruses. Usually these are made from parts of other viruses. No hits means totally synthetic. And then as someone else pointed out... Coronavirus, a Canadian-made pathogen weaponized and leaked by China and named after a Mexican beer. That's multiculturalism. Now, Jordan Sather at his MMS get, get quite a bit of uh, coverage, shall we say, and yet listen to this, this woman... Uh, who has a very different point of view about him. Two minutes and 20 seconds to tell you that I work for QAnon. Not only was I Q-plussed for my dance video, which really had to do with the meme below that said QAnon was a galactic federation of light, but I've been contacted behind the scenes by a couple people now who have told me that I'm Arcturian. I'm, I'm, I'm my higher soul planned to come down here, just like there's 200 million incarnated starseeds here who were all activated for this. I am one of them, only I play an actual big role in disclosure. I've been told that behind the scenes by Pleiadians. I've been contacted, told that I'm not only Arcturian and I know QAnon, which I felt I did right from the start, 
But I've also been told I play a huge role in disclosure and that I will even after disclosure. I'm after Jordan Sather because there's zero doubt after everything I've witnessed that he is deep state. And even if he didn't dox himself by creating a new I the Spy account, if they're all LARPs together and they're working together, doesn't it make sense that one of them would dox the other one so that they could get sympathy? What are the odds? If you guys could see what I have been experiencing on my end, the minute that I was Q+, I was attacked by hundreds and hundreds of new low-follow accounts, all one of two things, defending Jordan Sather or denying um, ET disclosure. What are the odds that they're not related? And after I hammer Jordan Sather for a while and it's successful, people are starting to wonder. Plus, I'm getting DMs behind the scenes like crazy saying he just he can't stop supporting uh, Corey Good, who is Mossad and deep state. And he keeps trashing Cabinware. And even Cabinware, I tried telling Cabinware he's deep state. Even Cabinware is still giving him the benefit of the doubt behind the scenes. Jordan Sather is deep state. No question about it. No question about it. I'm, I'm calling this one. I'm not giving up. I, he is, he's spreading disinformation and he's even spreading disinformation about Q and he's manipulative. And if you think about it, how does the media do it? They're so manipulative and slick. All right. They know how to manipulate. Jordan Sather is, it's the whole MO. He's so manipulative. I'm done. I'm going after him. He's deep state.
That's actually uh, a track called Apollo from an artist called Aquila uh, from Adelaide from about 30 years ago. Go fuck yourself. Now, it is, as I record this, just uh, under half an hour till midnight, but because we did have a false start when the live stream wasn't going live, although I did record it at this end, uh, the consensus is that I should go for the three-hour live stream, and that is what you paid for. Uh, So there's just under an hour left. Uh, We will go through to half past midnight. I've, I've poured... Wait... I thought I poured some more vodka, but all right. I don't know what's happening there. A few weeks ago, uh, in another episode of this podcast, uh, you may have heard David Icke. Well, you heard David Icke earlier, the um, or Ike, the uh, conspiracy theorist slash ex footballer. Uh, you heard him earlier in this episode. A few episodes ago, you heard him explain how uh, the moon didn't exist. Or rather that uh, the moon was probably built by aliens because uh, all the scientific evidence is that the moon doesn't exist, apparently. Well, it's actually worse than that. Apparently, the planet we called Earth was destroyed and we're all dead. The government is trying to cover that up by allowing the Flat Earth Society to continue. But the truth is there is no more Earth. Again, links to all this on the website, but I want to uh, quote uh, a thing here. This is, uh, this is a quote. I am a physicist and I brought scientific proof the Earth does not exist. Many people call me crazy, but I'll share it anyways. As you know, the year is 2020, yet geologists claim that the Earth is 4.5 billion years old. But if the Earth was 4.5 billion years old, it would be the year 4,500,000... 4 billion, 500 million, it's at 4.5 billion, not the year 2020, right? Now, of course, you would say, well, that's just when humans started documenting the years, but this doesn't add up. See, we can actually measure the age of the Earth by measuring the curl of the electric field the Earth's core generates. We use the equation curl XE equals partial brackets magnetic field over partial time. This equation is Faraday's law, for any of you who are wondering. Now we know the curl of the electric field and the strength of the magnetic field. All we need to solve for now is time. When you do this, you find out that the Earth is actually 5 billion years old, not 4.5 billion. However, when you account for time dilation due to the Earth's velocity, we get that the Earth is only one second old, which makes no sense. But wait, there's more. The Copenhagen interpretation of quantum mechanics 
By the way, I'm a huge fan of it. Anyway, the Copenhagen interpretation of quantum mechanics tells us that the very existence of particles is observation dependent. Or in other words, if nothing is observing something, then it doesn't exist. This principle is called chirality. And before humans existed, nothing was observing Earth, meaning that the Earth doesn't exist. In fact, Earth, the word, even stems from the Hebrew word agit, which means to deceive. And for my last piece of evidence, we must do an experiment. If you shine a light at the moon, the light should bounce right back and show the reflection of Earth. But when we actually do this experiment, it doesn't. It shows no reflection. In fact, the CEO of NASA Pete Naselgeger even said in a 1908 interview, the Earth is but a stubborn illusion made by the government to control the minds of the people. Even Albert Einstein once said in a 1915 interview, and I quote, give me a jet's like us order it bring to him, which roughly translates to matter and energy curve space-time. If there is no curvature, there is no matter and energy in that region. Since we do not observe curvature of space-time around Earth, then Earth must be in an, an illusion. Nikola Tesla also stated that, uh, or stated in an interview with NASA, oh fuck, that's the Cyrillic alphabet. Anyway, <clears throat> which translates to, thy government has stolen from the people, it has lied about the very existence of the earth, the earth does not exist. Uh, at, well, hang on, I skipped a line. Nikolai Tesla's quote, Thy government has stolen from the people. It has lied about the very existence of the earth. And to wrap it up, says this scientist, I have the ultimate evidence the earth does not exist. Have you ever seen the earth? All the pictures of it are fake CGI. You've never been in space and looked down on the earth. See, open your eyes. The earth is a fake. Hello, my name is Shoshi Hershko, an investigative journalist from Haifa, Israel. My book, Mass Awakening, is a full disclosure book about the Kabbalah's dark agenda, secret space programs, the damning of the masses, the great awakening of humanity globally, and ascension. In this video, I'm going to discuss how the UN implements Agenda 21 locally. First of all, what is Agenda 21? Agenda 21 is a plan to depopulate 95% of the world population by 2030. It is an action plan devised by the UN and signed by 178 governments worldwide. Its goal is the depopulation of humanity because we are too many. I did tell you, like a couple of hours ago, that we were going to get to Agenda 21. And look, I think it's important at this point. To pour a very large whiskey. 
That may be like, oh, fuck it. Jesus. Okay, um, that may be enough. Agenda 21. This is from uh, the woman we just heard, and I forgot to write her name down. What is Agenda 21? Agenda 21 and the recent ones, Agenda 2030 and Agenda 2050, is a plan to depopulate 95% of the world's population by 2030, according to Disclose.tv. It is an action plan devised by the UN and signed by 178 governments at the UN Conference on Environmental and Development, Environment and Development, held in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil in 1992. Its goal is the depopulation of humanity because we are too many. It's promoted by the elites as a way to save the planet and implemented by governments worldwide. Bill Gates even shared his view about how to achieve this goal by vaccinations and other means in a TEDx lecture. Quote, The world today has 6.8 billion people. That's heading up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare and reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 to 15%. They push their globalist agenda on all of us of no rights to property and other rights. People were even fined for collecting rainwater in their own homes, according to Canada Free Press. The means of depopulation. This genocidal agenda of humanity has already begun, and there are many means implemented to achieve this goal including chemtrails or geoengineering, vaccines, irradiated food, genetically modified organisms, Codex Alimentarius, smart meters, 5G deployment that Trump promotes as part of a technology race. Oh, that's good. It's uh, the singleton 12-year-old. Uh, single malt from Dufftown. Oh, God, I need this. One such means of depopulation, which is relatively ignored in the alternative media, is mass population migration from Africa and the Middle East into the US and Europe. In Israel, they helped bring about 100,000 migrants from Africa who conquered entire neighbourhoods in southern Tel Aviv and other cities where the local population literally became refugees in their own country and fled to other parts in the country. They terrorised locals and it's horrendous what happens in these areas. However, all these means sounds great when they are termed the sustainable development under Agenda 21. So how people who barely earn 300 US dollars per year could afford a journey from Africa to Israel that costs, according to some immigrants' testimonies, 3,000 US dollars. I discovered that this is being paid for and these immigrants are being protected by NGOs 
non-government agencies, which are funded by foreign governments and foundations. I surmise that this is an orchestrated immigration to Israel, resembling that from Syria and Africa to Europe and the US. It's to destroy Western countries and those aligned with them from within. Then I started thinking about what we aren't being told about this massive population migration to Israel. At the beginning, the Israeli mainstream media called them refugees. However, after the UN representatives had checked their status, they pointed out that only 6% of them were real refugees. This required the mainstream media to change its terminology in regard to them as asylum seekers. How is Agenda 21 implemented locally, worldwide? Again, Agenda 21 is carried out by NGOs funded by foreign countries, like the New Israel Fund, funded by the Ford Foundation and others, including Muslim countries, as well as such groups as the Open Society Foundation, which is George Soros, and Oxfam with the intentions, I surmise, to destroy Israel from within like with other Western countries. Check the periodic report to the ICLEI, the UN's NGO that implements Agenda 21 locally. Of 15 cities in Israel complying with its guidelines and here on Ynet News. That's where I got this. Peace. According to the UN's own website, this is a comprehensive plan of action to be taken globally, nationally and locally by organisations of the United Nations systems, governments and major groups in every area in which human impacts on the environment. This plan is involved in every aspect of our lives. Uh, according to Rosa Quera, an activist and a lecturer who tirelessly works to inform the unaware public about the dangers of this plan. UN Agenda 21 slash Sustainable Development is a corporate manipulation using the green mask of environmental concern to forward a globalist plan. There's a link then to openmindconference.com. It seems that the word sustainability helps them promote their depopulation plan unabated. It sounds so green, advanced and progressive. Does it ring a bell? That's the reason why most people will consider this plan as positive. So what's wrong with it? Pay attention to the actions of those implementing it and not to the nice placating words such as sustainable development. For a long time, says the unnamed woman that I played a clip of before, I had no idea that there was any connection between all these diverse topics. This agenda... Another whiskey before. Proceeding. This agenda is run by the United Nations via an NGO called International Council for Local Environmental Initiatives, commonly known as ICLE, pronounced ICLE. Okay. It is implemented locally by municipalities of major cities worldwide, including London, Berlin, Rome. 
Worldwide is Western Europe, apparently. From my research, 15 cities uh, in Israel joined this NGO in 2008. It should come as no surprise that Run Huldai, uh, Tel Aviv's mayor, is the chairman of ICLI Israel, or as it's called uh, there, Forum 15, which is the forum of 15 cities in Israel that adopted the ICLI regulations this is paid for by you uh presumably she means the uh, citizens of israel oh no and taxpayers worldwide not only in the u.s without your knowledge or consent as as none of us was informed of it and obviously and you didn't have a vote on its implementation just quietly without your knowledge it's not secret. The UN publishes every fucking damn thing on its website. Some of us, i.e. me, occasionally spend like a day or two at a time reading the stuff on the UN website. That's exciting, obviously, if you love property policy documents. Uh, this UN Agenda 21 is responsible for the development programs in your city that you are not aware of. Behind the mass-engineered immigration in the West and heavy population surveillance everywhere, as with smart meters and 5G, you can check the Agenda 21 programs implemented in your city or town by searching Agenda 21 and the name of your city in Google. Oh, my God, who would have thought? You'll find them this way. I found these programs implemented in Haifa, the city where I live. Here's the uh, the hellscape that is that is Haifa. According to Ickley's official website, uh, this NGO compromises twelve megacities. What? What? Okay, she ha- that, that must have been a link that didn't come through. Anyway, according to Italy's official website, this NGO comprises, quote, 12 megacities, 100 super cities and urban regions, 450 large cities, as well as 450 medium-sized cities and towns in 84 country. This NGO's stated goal, this is Ickley's stated goal, is that by 2050, a third of all humans will be living in cities. Just quietly... This isn't a stated goal. This is this is just a prediction based on population, and uh, it's it's a couple of years now uh, since more people live in cities than in not city. Or no, more people live in urban areas than not. So the idea that a, a third of the world's population uh, live in cities by twenty fifty is kind of in my view, a relatively um, conservative prediction. Anyway, they, uh, sorry, who's they? Ickley or this group of 15 in Israel, doesn't really matter. They also condition children to use sustainable transport, which is closely tied to Agenda 21's population management program in an attempt to bring most people into megacities and away from rural cities, which will be deemed open spaces for wildlife and be more easily controlled by using public transport. Recently, 
We became familiar with a Swedish teenage girl called Greta Thunberg, Thunberg, sorry, who according to mainstream media that promotes Agenda 21 and global warming and climate change, helps raise the awareness to climate issues, brackets, BBC. Again, we can see here how children and teenagers and even children are, are, oh, this is great. Again, we can see how children and teenagers and even children are being conditioned to such beliefs without perhaps realising that they are being used to promote this agenda. If the cabal doesn't succeed one way, as with Al Gore, they will push their agenda in another way. Indoctrination of children to Agenda 21. My primary concern here is that a hidden agenda is being masked as a beneficial plan for humanity while being exactly the opposite. In reality, it's a well-crafted lie to slip past our scrutiny. The upshot of all this is removing national sovereignty and empowering the UN to gradually take control over what was once national policies. Quote, from the Conveners League. It will remove and destroy all constitutions, restrict free speech, and disarm the people. When Agenda 21 is fully realised, the United Nations will be in possession of all guns, and subsequently there will be no opposition to their control. Paul Maguire an internationally recognised prophecy expert, speaker, minister and author, writes in his book, The Babylon Code, that, quote, The true agenda of Agenda 21 is to establish a global government, global economic system and global religion. When UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon spoke of a dream world of a dream of a world peace and dignity for all, this is no different than, no different from, fuck you, no different from when the communists promised the people a worker's paradise. Wow. Uh, someone on the uh, hashtag 9pm live on Twitter just asked how much will it cost for us to move the colon in uh, uh, 0.30 to 0.300, uh, adding therefore in another two and a half hours uh, of podcast and live stream. The answer to that is two and a half $2,500 to be received within the next 30 minutes. Fuck it. Is it legal? Uh, the Agenda 21, not what I'm doing. As this plan is covertly implemented in the name of the United Nations, Agenda 21 by an NGO called ICLEI, none of us had been informed about it or have voted for it in any way. It basically leads to the loss of personal freedom and sovereignty worldwide. This is a deceit of humanity rooted in darkness. 
<laughs> have you been rooted in darkness? I know I have. And our complicit ignorance, which allows the UN to implement this treacherous plan. This is totally undemocratic, and it relies on our passive, ill-informed acceptance of, quote, authorities, unquote. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Uh, another sip for this. What is Codex Alimentarius? This is a term used for the food regulations that were written and ratified in 2009. In my research, which I assume she, she means Google searches, I found a connection between IG Farben, former Bayer, Basseff, Herxt, etc. Yeah, yeah, big German chemical. Uh, concern and the food laws ratified by the UN. It raises many important questions, such as how are these regulations connected to the important questions, such as how. Oh, wait, I skipped a line. Whiskey is good. It raises many important questions, such as how are these regulations connected to the depopulation agenda? And why is our food filled with toxins and elements that risk our health? Are there really too many people on Earth? Is the World Health Organization interested in our general well-being? Gee, I wonder. What is the World Health Organization for? It's in the name, you stupid cunt. Oh, here we go. I found out that Nazis like Fritz Termier, a former executive member of IG Farben, which produced and supplied the Zyklon B to the death camps during the Second World War, who was incarcerated for 15 years in prison after being convicted in the Nuremberg War Crimes Tribunal, was employed by the UN after being released. He was part of the committee designed to plan the food resources for humanity that devised the Codex Alimentarius. This is a, a UN-sponsored global food standards body which criminalises the production of healthy nutrition, both commercially and at your home, whether it's organic food, your dietary supplements, even your organic garden. Dr. Rima Laubo talks about these regulations, which has determined that vitamins are toxins and therefore to be limited in consumption to ineffective dosages and which includes irradiating the food supply to destroy all nutrients in our food and to switch to the GMO foods to be consumed by the masses. This alone will lead to the death of 3 billion people worldwide in the next few decades according to Dr. Rima Labal, according to Awaken the Truth. The World Health Organization confirms these estimates according to Ask Marion blog. Who Marion is, is not specified. Here's a, uh, here is more explanation on those behind the outlining of this plan. Just 15 years after they were convicted in the Nuremberg War Crimes Tribunal, Bayer, Basseff and Hirscht were again the architects of the next major human rights offences. In 1962, they established the Codex Alimentarius Commission. Let me just check the plan here because 
my up to uh, where we are? I am. I am now going to skip ahead. Nah, fuck it. Why don't people hear about this plan? Most people use mainstream media, including TV, newspapers, radio and other means, uh, to keep informed, which suppresses this information. Those in power control mainstream media and don't want you to be aware of this plan. This media has denied the existence of such a plan for years, despite the existence of a book entitled Agenda 21, 350 pages, published by the UN. Which, as I point out, is just there on their website. So, if you don't rely on alternative media coverage, it's improbable that you'll find information about this vast global plan and all of its goals. If the public worldwide had become aware of such a plan, they would immediately rise up against it and stop its implementation, which is definitely something the powers that be don't want. So they've introduced this plan incrementally by using appealing words like sustainable development or some other green-sounding term so people would gladly accept it as fascist regimes have always done. However, it's not about environmental sustainability at all. Its true goals are implemented by deception, con concealing its real aim to take over the entire planet and all its assets by a handful of people. Those promoting this agenda include royalty, such as Prince Charles, who's an avid advocate of this plan, as can be seen in his speech titled The New Environmental Agenda. Top politicians like Obama, who addressed the UN General Assembly on 27th of September 2015 and stated that the UN blueprint, quote, is one of the smartest investments we can make in our own future. Bureaucrats, CEOs at the top of the international banks and, and corporations like Hugh Grant, the CEO of Monsanto, said, what? What, hang on, I'm, I'm going to Google this. CEO Monsanto. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that Hugh Grant is not the CEO of Monsanto. Now, I do have to look this up, obviously. Oh, no, that's going to take too long. God almighty. Company. Ah, fuck that. Okay, anyway, Hugh Grant, who may or may not be the CEO of Monsanto, said, this place is getting busier and more crowded as long as you've got money in your back pocket and you drive your station wagon to the supermarket on weekends, then it's out of sight, out of mind, so far. I don't know what that means. Returning to our 
protagonist's narrative. The lifestyle of the global elite with their private trains and jets, fleets of cars and palaces and their businesses are excluded from this plan and continue to be considered sustainable. Chemtrails! In 2013, after finding out that chemtrails do exist, I started writing to well-known activists on this topic like Dane Whittington at geoengineeringwatch.org, especially after feeling distraught and helpless about it. I was sick, my throat hurt, and there was no one I could turn to except those activists reporting and sharing health tips on how to maintain our health and sanity when all this insane information comes out. First, after realising this phenomenon, I took a lot of pictures and then one day I noticed two airplanes spraying and leaving these white trails behind them that other planes didn't leave. This occurred so many times that a friend and I just watched these planes. She also took some usable photos and videos and posted them on Facebook. I started feeling helpless and hopeless seeing these unmarked airplanes spraying and being unable to do anything except watch them spraying their, their poison. Later on, I also found out that not only do they spray from airplanes, that they, they also use underwater jet streams in the ocean aimed at our beaches where it's relevant. The founder of this site, a geoengineering watch, Dane Whittington, together with others, filed a lawsuit against the authorities, the regime, who are supposedly behind this crime against humanity, stating that HARP is being used as a weapon that induces climate change. I feel like I'm going around in circles. Just circles. So many circles. I found out about a patent for HARP, the High Frequency Active Rural Research Program, that it has installations worldwide which together with the chemtrails, they can actually create earthquakes, tsunamis and other, quote, natural, unquote, disasters. Uh, COBRA, the resistance movement, um, also calls it ionosphere heaters. The most famous one is uh, located in uh, Alaska, but such facilities can be found worldwide. The map was published on Climate Viewer News. Uh, I watched videos that people worldwide uploaded on YouTube showing the strange, colourful clouds half an hour before a natural disaster occurred. How much more of this do we need? Um, let me just skip. Oh, uh, oh, wow, wow. U.S. black budget to spray the populace like roaches. I found out that a secret black budget of former President Obama sponsoring our own demise. Excuse me uh, about the grammar. I'm just 
reading it straight from the site. Shockingly, I discovered that we are unknowingly finance our own genocide. Secret presidential chemtrail budget uncovered. Congress exceeds billions to spray populace like roaches, according to intelhub.com. And then it goes on for decades. Here's the words of Dane Whittington as previously mentioned, on the ongoing chemtrail slash geoengineering. Historical records prove beyond doubt that climate engineering has been fully deployed on a substantial scale for over 65 years. Hurricane suppression for over 53 years. So why do major publications continue to lie about this blatant reality because that is what they are paid to do once global populations fully grasp the gravity of the biosphere collapse that is rapidly unfolding around them further excavated by geoengineering our paradigm will overturn and and we don't want to overturn our paradigm do we that might hurt the power structure is trying deliberately to hide this reality for as long as possible unfortunately most environmental groups and organizations are major participants in geoengineering denial i and several other activists just attended the global warming presentation with standard room, standing room only we made sure that the geoengineering subject was not omitted from this event According to this agenda, I mean Agenda 21, humans are on the same level as animals. We are to be managed like flora and fauna. Behind it all is a materialistic and secularised view of humanity which rejects the idea that humans are sacred and part of the divine. Needless to say, this is just the tip of the iceberg in regards to this hideous agenda, which I detail in my book. Mass Awakening. As the title indicates, this covers the real intent to control humanity by cutting us off from our higher sources. But I believe we can win this battle and show the methods I and others employ to keep our connections and fight back. This has uh, gone on quite a long while, and this is another pre-recorded bit uh, that I'm just dropping in to, to tell you a bit about plans coming up. I should apologise. Uh, Nicholas Fryer couldn't be with us for a podcast during January. He's uh, occupied with some uh, bits and pieces in what he uh, ludicrously calls his life. Uh, but I will be in Melbourne later this month, and... I'm thinking about doing a public house forum in Melbourne, either on Saturday the 22nd or Sunday the 23rd of Feb. Watch out for that. And if you've got some ideas uh, for people I should talk to, and obviously people that I, I do kind of know would help, uh, I know there's a lot of people want to talk to uh, or hear from Fiona Patton uh, from Reason, formerly the Sex Party again, and a couple of other people. Uh, so send in any suggestions you have. Uh, and uh, I will do a, uh, a more formal announcement of that soon.
symbolism will be their downfall. This is the Illuminati satanic symbolism of Ellsworth, Wisconsin. Pierce County, Wisconsin. There's a lot of Satanism here, guys. And we're done. By the power and the blood of the Lamb, we will expose this. Ellsworth Cheese Curd Festival. What's in the code word cheese, people? If you know anything about anything, cheese is little girls in the world of pedophilia. Free and accepted masons. O-E-S. K of C. Take a good look. Lions Club. Funsters. Ellsworth Funsters. American Legion. I'd like to know who that guy. Oh, Colonel Ellsworth. See the star? Welcome to Illuminati Central. One of them, anyway. Hey, you guys, you know I know a lot of uh, big-time producers and media folk. So I got some advice for you. Stay home over there in Virginia. Just stay home. Uh, It's all scripted, and you you don't want to be forced into playing a role that... isn't one you want to play being provoked to action it's not good for either side so everybody just stay home and uh you know the set that the producers are using is a closed off set with only one exit in a big circle shape thing like the rally the produced rally and that's unsafe. And you don't know, like, who's there and what they have under their clothes, or... That's unsafe. You don't know who's crazy and who ain't. Well, you know you are. But, no, just stay home. It's... I don't... I don't like this whole production thing. It's not... It's not going to be entertaining at all. My two cents. Do you know who that is? That is Roseanne Barr. Yes, the actual Roseanne Barr recorded just a few days ago on the 18th of January. She's not well. There's actually a whole bunch of stuff that I thought of putting into this podcast. The QAnon people, other conspiracy theorists... But when you see their videos on YouTube, you actually stop and look at them and you think, these people are sick. I mean, I'm not talking about just a little bit loopy. I'm, I'm talking about, no, they're suffering from actual psychosis and to play their clips would be exploitative. I mean, I played Roseanne Barges then and... Yeah, I'm I'm a bit worried. So 
that's all I'm playing of her, just to let you know. Um, that's where she is just now. Uh, before that, uh, a woman called Tracy Joe, who is clearly worried about the Illuminati in Wisconsin. Sure. I'm concerned too. Um, yeah, I've looked at some of her videos too. It's not good. So a question I have is how much of the disinformation around the world is affected by people deliberately, people, I don't know, them, deliberately encouraging people with psychosis, people with mental illness to um, to spend a lot of their time online doing this shit. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. That which has been deployed to hurt the church in this season. That which has been deployed to hurt this nation in the name of Jesus. Forgive us for our sins. Come on, I need you guys to pray. We cancel every surprise from the witchcraft in the marine kingdom. Any hex, any spell, any witchcraft, any spirit of control, any Jezebel. Anything that the enemy desires through, through spells, through witchcraft. Through any way that is manipulation, demonic manipulation, we curse that. We break it according to the word of God. In the name of Jesus, we come against the marine kingdom. We come against the animal kingdom. Any The woman that rides upon the waters, we break the power. In the name of Jesus, and we declare that any strange winds, any strange winds that have been sent to hurt the church, sent against this nation, sent against our president, sent against myself, sent against others, we break it by the superior blood of Jesus right now in the name of Jesus we arrest every infirmity, affliction, fatigue weariness, weakness, fear, sickness any self-righteousness any self-serving action God let pride fall let pride fall let pride fall let pride fall in the name of Jesus we command all satanic pregnancies to miscarry right now we declare that anything that's been conceived in satanic wombs that it'll miss carry it will not be able to carry forth any plan of destruction any plan of harm hey ladies do you have a satanic womb what the fuck okay what was the quote okay so two things one the quote is we command all satanic pregnancies to miscarry right now two do you know who that is that is Paula White, and she is the special advisor to the White House Faith and Opportunity Initiative. Correct. She has a direct line to the President of the United States, leader of the free world, and Twitter dipshit. That's where we are now. That is the kind of person advising the President of the United States. Are nanoparticles of fungus spores being released into the atmosphere? 
This is from uh, a website called Soul Ask, S-O-U-L colon A-S-K, because of course. A significant number of fungal spore nanoparticles floating in the atmosphere have recently been detected. Are they exterminating us? Are nanoparticles of fungus spores being released into the atmosphere? 17... That must be a footnote. Sorry. We all breathe a lot every day. It is essential for life. So the science of what we are really taking into our lungs is very important. According to a new study, that air could contain two to three times more fungal spore fragments than previously thought. These fungal cell nanoparticles not only can contribute to asthma and allergic reactions, but they can also be significant in cloud formation, particularly clouds formed by ice crystals, ice crystals, which are known to form around similar particles. Oh, I see what they mean. Clouds form around ice crystals, but clouds are also known to form around Similar particles. Yeah, like dust. Like, that's how clouds work. Quote, these fragments are probably fungal spore fragments that have burst after swelling with water, says chemist Michael Lawler of the University of California, Irvine. The appearance of large amounts of atmospheric nanoparticles is generally attributed to reactions of gases in the atmosphere. Wow, gases in the atmosphere. And these nanoparticles grow from molecules instead of decomposing from larger particles. At its sample site in Oklahoma, the team, oh, this is the UCI team, used a device that collected environmental particles 60 to, uh, 20 to 60 nanometers in diameter and then placed them in a thin platinum filament. After a vaporizing process, a high-resolution mass spectrometer was used to anal- analyze the resulting gases. So they... They just grabbed particles and shoved them into a spectrometer. All right. Fungal cell fragments measured approximately 30 nanometers in size, incredibly small. If a piece of paper is considered to be about 100,000 nanometers thick. All right. The fragments, 30 nanometers, nanometers, see anemones. 30 nanometers is the cell fragments. 100,000 nanometers is a piece of paper. Or what's, what's that? 0.1 mil. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm over this. The creation of clouds is a crucial factor in short-term weather forecasts and long-term weather forecasts. Clouds, who knew? Are they spraying us? Here's, here's the good bit. Are nanoparticles of fungus spores being released into the atmosphere? 
other sources of pseudoscientific research, obviously, which I love, have opened the closure of a opened the closure of a new conspiracy theory that nobody leaves unnoticed. It is proposed that this massive number of fungal spores in the atmosphere may be related to famous chemtrails, uh, such as uh, what the chemtrail of Prince Andrew. Uh, the chemtrail of uh, Boris Johnson. I don't know. Anyway, they're becoming more uh, uh, common. Chemtrails have been worrying society for a long time and many mainstream media have collected some news related to these strange formation. Although the official explanation is that these... Uh, lines, chemtrails, are nothing more than the contrails that leave uh, commercial airplanes in their wake, or rather the... What? No, it's the commercial airplanes leave the contrails in their wake. Anyway, the truth is that they do not always appear in areas uh, called air cruise zones, but also happen in rustic places where commercial airplanes do not pass. Could the real possibility of being exterminated... What? Could the real possibility of being exterminated slowly? Why do these people have so many problems with actual grammar anyway many believe so what do you think leave your comment well not not on the podcast i I don't do that whole comments thing it's bullshit i was going to return to the uh coronavirus thing I won't because I've run out of time, but it turns out that at that wonderful website I've been reading from, stateofthenation.co, not com, stateofthenation.co, and that's always a mark of quality. They have a piece called Wuhan Coronavirus Pandemic Bioengineered, Who's Behind It, Why Now, and Why China... And the wonderful thing about that is that, unlike the thing I played earlier, it's not China infecting the world. It's a bioweapon by the West to destroy China. And that, that, ladies and gentlemen, is the, the total beauty of it. Oh, I love it. Fantastic. Well, that's all the edict for now. Thank fuck. It is nearly midnight 30. Uh, that's, that's it. The next episode will be when I fucking feel like it. Look at the website. I don't know. I'm over it. The 9pm Edict is a Skank Media production. Sorry.